Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way, Way Podcast. Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it was good stuff. Kevin's enjoying our leftover Halloween candy. Yeah, man. It's two weeks after, and we got still plenty of candy, which I'm sure everybody else out there does. Oh, absolutely. And I'm enjoying a Rolo, which is something I haven't had in a long time. I'm, I'm having a Heath bar for the very first time. I think I had one last week when we were recording the other show. Yeah, I think it's your bar. teeth pretty good. It does. It's, mm-hmm. it, whatever that is. It's kind of like a Butterfinger. It does the same thing to me. You're right. That is like a Butterfinger. Mm-hmm. But anyway, not I, as crispy, though. Not as Really? No. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I guess more toffee, like yeah. Heath toffee. They put that in like marble slab, like a lot of ice cream pieces, I think. Mm-hmm. But show me. But anyway, anyway, before I forget, this is Kevin. Hey, this is Danny. This is another episode of the Magic Are We podcast, a podcast where from New Orleans that talks about Disney stuff because we're, we're, we like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're all about. We're from New Orleans. We love Disney. Yeah. And it, it, it really goes no deeper than that. And it goes no deeper than that. You know, and it goes... Those two places go well, actually well together, more so than this Mai Tai and Greek food that we had tonight, isn't it? Yeah, it just didn't work out well. Yeah. Bad combo. Now, granted, the Mai Tai was very good yeah. in and of itself, but with Greek food, eh, maybe not so much. Maybe we should have had some ouzo or something or or some Greek wine or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, generally, uh, for those who we haven't, I don't know if we've let the secret <laughs> on, but we kind of drink when we do this. Drink and eat. Yes, and uh, generally, uh, we do uh, P.F. Chang's. Uh, ordering out, and we always get Mai Tais to go with our order, and they're generally delicious, although this time we went Greek, but we still picked up a couple of Mai Tais, and just, yeah, not, wasn't the, same, not the same experience. Well, actually, generally, uh, we usually used to do the Crescent uh, Pie and Sausage Company. That's right, that's right. But you know that we've moved to, if you remember, we've moved to C's new studios out here in Metairie, and since then, we've started frequenting the P.F. Chang's near us because uh, the Mai Tais are great. <laughs> yes, that's really the only reason. They're quite tasty. I mean, they take me back to the Polynesian and everything. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, I guess darn close. You can't really get... I don't know. Can you get a... What's that drink over there? Lapu Lapu. Lapu Lapu, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, wonder if you could, I wonder if they can make you one. What, well, how the, awesome would that be? I can make you one. <laughs> oh, that's true. You can make you one. Um, but yeah, man. How's your week been? Oh, it's been good. How you been? I'm doing pretty right. I'm doing all right. Um, we we got our start getting our shows up, and we'll have our Halloween belated Halloween show going up soon. <laughs> yeah, and then we'll have this show going up in the near future, and then in a couple of weeks, I'm going to Disney World. Congratulations! So we're not actually going to have a show may, released that Friday, but we're, we're the, the following couple of days after I get back and I get a chance to edit, uh, we're, I'll release all the little uh, the the field reports. Mm-hmm. Uh, that we did, like we did on our past uh, subsequent trips and everything else. So keep an eye out for a string of those popping into your podcast inbox. I guess that's, I guess that's what you call it, your scrip- subscription box in iTunes. I don't know what else to call it, but something like that. Yeah, your library. The library, yeah. Okay, there you go. If you're using iTunes in the library. Speaking of iTunes, <laughs> so what you did a search earlier today, yes? Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you searched for what, just Disney podcast? Is that what you did? I was searching for a Disney podcast uh, on... Um, on the iTunes uh, store? On iTunes. And what did you came- discover? I discovered that we're actually in row seven now. Number seven. Yeah. Lucky seven. We're right go. next to Inside the Magic. There you go. So, yeah. You know what? I think it's the Halloween displays, you know? <laughs> Our Halloween I've, display, or your Halloween display, and Ricky's Halloween display. You know, it's got to. I have to forward you some of those pictures. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to do that. We'll throw it on the website, and y'all can check out 
Uh, I'm sure Rick, I know Ricky's got his up. So uh, those fans of his show have seen his setups and are familiar with his setups. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you got to witness the Danny setup as well in his house. Yeah. It's quite extensive, I must say. <clears throat> anyway, so the past couple of weeks, man, I've been busy doing a show, which I do a lot. I've been known to do those. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing a show called Little Shop of Horror. Actually, I should warn the listeners. We're, we're not. I guess we're not really doing much of a segment show per se we're just gonna just talk about stuff yeah we haven't for a while now <laughs> yeah i guess technically this could be a big q segment because that's what you do in line you just talk about things mm-hmm. you know um yeah we'll get back to the original format but yeah there's just so many things i want to talk about i'm like yeah let's just do this let's just go right into it well that's what happens when you do a a, a bi-monthly segment a bi-monthly a, segment yeah bi- bi-monthly show i should say where everything is just squeezed in so y'all have the, all that news that talk about yeah we want to get all that stuff in and deliver it to you guys and especially get our thoughts, because we got definitely got a, a slew of topics here that we want to uh, definitely talk about uh, that I'm looking forward to hearing. But anyway, past couple of weeks, I've been doing a show called Little Shop of Horrors. Are you familiar with that show? Very much so. It's an off-Broadway show. Do you know anything about the music regarding that show? Alan Menken. Alan Menken and? Um, oh, what's the other guy's name? Here, I'll give you a hit. And what I'm doing now is handing Danny a copy of my <laughs> book so we can look at the oh. front cover. Yeah, Howard Ashman. Yeah, yep, right. Alan Menken and Howard Ashman. So this is one of the big off-Broadway musicals that actually really did well. Mm-hmm. And well, why does that name ring a bell? Why is it Disney tied? Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they did, did a couple other things too. Yeah. Uh, before uh, before Howard Ashman's passing and stuff, but mm-hmm. they're best known for the Little Mermaid stuff. So um, yeah, I, I, all the all the time while I was doing this uh, show, I'm just like thinking, you know, that's, this is the show that actually put those guys into the eyes of Disney and they got the gig at Walt Disney Studios and they started doing uh, like the Little Mermaid. I can't remember. I, th- I think Howard Ashman passed before Beauty and the Beast. Is that, am I correct in that? I, I don't I, remember. I believe so, yeah. Yeah, so it, I, they brought in Tim Rice for that. But um, yeah, this is one of their biggest things that they're known for. And I wanted to play something for you, the listeners, and for you as well, Danny, because this is a topic I kind of told you about but I really kind of sprung on. But I don't know if you're familiar with the music intently of Little Shop of Horrors, but there's a song here and there's a song in Little Mermaid. Some of you out there already might already know this answer that almost sound eerily familiar. <laughs> okay. So let me play a song uh, from Little Shop of Horrors. Uh, there's this song here. <laughs> yep. I already see where you're going with this. Yep. Yeah, well, so good, good, good. I'll ask you. I'm a, we're going to talk about it in a second, and then, uh, you know, we'll give the listeners a chance to see if they, they kind of recognize this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm going to let it get into the, the, sh- the song a little bit more. If you kind of fast forward in your brain, you catch exactly yeah. where you're going. Now, here's the thing. This is actually a recording of this show that we did uh, for a local theater here a long time ago. Yeah. The actress is very good. Oh, yeah. yeah she's got the Ellen Green thing yeah. going. A little development I dream of just off the interstate. Not fancy like Levittown. Just a little street and a little suburb far, far from urban all The sweetest, greenest place. Where everyone has the same little lawn out front, the same little flagstone patio out back, and all the houses are so neat and pretty, 
Because they all look just alike. Yeah, she does have that voice down pretty well. Yeah, huh? very That's much pretty so. good, yeah. That's a tough voice to pull off, too. Yeah. The entire show. I thought Ellen Green just made, like, an artist's choice, but I didn't realize this is the voice you need to adopt. Yeah, well, like, most I some people don't. Like, I did a the production I just did. Didn't did, that, that, um, oh, I forgot the character's name, but didn't adopt that voice, <clears throat> you know? Mm -hmm. But the one in this production that I did, um, did the voice of Ellen Green. When we saw it at the Sanger, the woman didn't put on the voice. Yeah. So, I'll go ahead and, 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 and let the cat out of the bag loose. So, what, what does it sound like to you? Part of your world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, let's jump over to that, see? I have it queued up right here. Maybe he's right. Maybe there is something the matter with me. <laughs> I just don't see how a world that makes <laughs> such wonderful things could be bad. Look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? Wouldn't you think my collection's complete? Wouldn't you think I'm the girl, the girl who has everything? Interesting, huh? Yeah, very much so. He's kind of the same formula, almost the same chord progressions for those who are musically savvy. Mm -hmm. I, always, I wanted to try to line these two songs up, but yes, apparently the Alan Green key is a little different from the Jody Benson key. Yeah. Who's singing this song. If you did, I mean, the voice would just throw it off anyway, but it, it, it is, it's very noticeable. You kind of have to like shut off the, the lyrics. Yeah. And, and then you can hear how how they set it up right to yeah. allow her to narrate a little bit while they had the little tone yeah, yeah it's, it's, exactly it's, it very much is close yeah so every time you know i was trying to as i was doing the show i was trying to listen to see if there's any other songs that were kind of like that uh -huh. but these two seem to be the most similar somewhere that's green from little shop and part of your world mm -hmm. um from uh, uh little mermaid it's almost the same kind of topic you know uh -huh. she's like ellen green um audrey is looking for uh, someplace better than where she's at because she's living in a skid row. Yeah. She's dating this abusive boyfriend. And of course, you know, Little Mermaid, you know, she's looking, she wants to be part of the human world where she mm. thinks, you know, it's, it's much better and anything else like that. I don't know if that's the actual message, but, you know, of course she thinks the grass is greener over there mm -hmm. because, of, because of that dude. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, for those that don't know, Little Shop of Horrors, Little Mermaid, definitely the uh, same composers, same music, lyricist stuff and everything else. Well, that's not the only connection to Disney that this... Uh, that this has. Oh, uh, little, little Shop? Yeah, Little Shop has a couple of connections to Disney. What you got? <laughs> Who directed Little Shop? Who directed Little Shop? Who directed it? The original director of Little Shop? Or, uh, the movie? Or yeah, the movie. The movie. I mean, I, um, yeah, obviously, there's been many. I don't know. Frank Oz. No kidding. No kidding. Oh, and wow. Who did the, the, the Audrey 2 uh, puppets. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They had all the puppeteers working there on those. I mean, that was uh, that was Frank Oz. So, no I mean, kidding. <laughs> yeah, you can you can, you can hear him in the parks. It goes to Muppets 3D. Yeah. yeah. No, I had no idea. Part of the uh, I mean, actually, the Muppets are part of the Disney family. I'm not, I'm not sure. No, it is. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm curious to know if Disney owns that movie. Uh, the um, Little Shop. Yeah. That's a, that's a curious question. All right. So uh, yeah. Uh, it, I thought originally that the Henson Creature Shop was the one who did it, but uh, Lyle Conway was the one who designed the puppets yeah. uh, that used. But Brian Henson was the one who operated Audrey 2 in that movie. Yeah, for those uh, that didn't know, know Brian Henson, he's the son of Jim and, was that Jan Henson? Is that right? I forgot the wife's Jane. name. Jane. Jane yeah. Henson, sorry. 
Yeah, and uh, they, uh, what you call it, no, I mean, the Henson family obviously tied very much in with, with Disney. Mm-hmm. Uh, they own the Muppets now. Yep. So, I mean, yeah, there's a, there's a couple of different ties that you can you can kind of find Disney-related in there. Oh, yeah, a little shop of horrors, y'all. So, there you go. That was, that was my little Disney moment for the past two weeks while I was doing this, mm-hmm. this show. All right, first up, we're going to discuss something that was unveiled uh, back in October. We hadn't had a chance to cover it. We wanted to cover it, but we also wanted to do a Halloween show, so you got to pick and choose. Uh, and that was the debut of the Avatar Land concept art that came out yeah. at the uh, Disney Expo in Japan. So yeah, this concept art was unveiled, and the reason they did it in uh, in Japan, I believe, is because... That it was their first time over there in, in Japan. They kind of wanted something big, something stunning to, uh, to unveil, and this was it. And um, the concept art is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, it, it shows a, a couple of different things. It shows a, a boat ride through the Pandora Forest at night. Which it looks pretty cool, actually. It, I'm looking at that picture right now. It does. It, it shows... Um, I believe that's a, the Navi riding with what they call the Banshees, mm-hmm. the big bird-like uh, creatures all through Pandora. Yeah. That looks cool. Uh, there's also uh, additional concept art, and this is be- going uh, beyond uh, the, the Avatar concept of, of a nighttime parade that they were going to do over there because part of this uh, announcement of Avatar Land and, and kind of fleshing out what they were doing with it is to go ahead and show um, some of the other things that they're going to be doing, which includes like a nighttime spectacular over the Animal Kingdom yeah. with like paper lanterns. And they're going to kind of dress up the in kind of a tie-in to just kind of... Kind of weird. I'm not sure how they're quite going to pull this off, but kind of a tie-in to Avatar and Pandora. They kind of take the tree of life and and kind of turn it into uh, um, the mother tree from Avatar. They're mm-hmm. gonna make those the, the leaves and light the leaves of right. the tree light up and, and and react and and maybe do like some projections on the trunk of the tree itself. So very interactive. I yeah, would say they're gonna really light this this sucker up so that way you you can you have more of a nighttime experience and it's leading into what they're also going to do with the uh, Kilimanjaro safaris. They're going to be doing a nighttime version mm-hmm. of Kilimanjaro yep, safaris. Yep. That was something else that they announced. They'll have lighting out there so you can kind of see the animals at night. Yeah. Um, some, uh, you know, another piece of, uh, of concept art shows family walking through, uh, where you can see the floating mountains with the waterfalls coming off of them. So now I tell you what, those waterfalls are going to be great in the summer. <laughs> you know, it's it, it was almost going to turn into like a mister kind of thing. You know, oh Just, yeah, you're going to be seeing people running in between. There yeah, that's going to be nice in that. That's well, going to be a very cool area of the park to be in. That was my first thought uh, in, in looking at some of this this concept art because I, I've been a longtime critic of of Avatar Land, and I so totally stand by that. Now, having said that, and I think it was uh, Lou Mangiello. Yeah. Uh, when I was yeah. listening to Lou's show, Lou kind of ticked me off a little bit. And <laughs> not just because he ignored your... Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, he, well. He ignored your correction of that's him. That's okay. That's okay. But Lou kind of like, you know, made it a point to say, and he wasn't being snarky about it, I suppose, but he he kind of championed himself. I was like, see, look, I knew. I knew from the start. I said from the get-go that uh, this stuff was going to be absolutely wonderful and spectacular, and I was so excited about right. this you know, working relationship between Disney and James Cameron and putting Avatar out there, and this is going to be a wonderful addition to the park. And look, 
The concept art, art is gorgeous. I, but I defy you to find concept art that is not gorgeous. Right, right, right. All the concept. I mean, that's one thing. You're looking at this stuff, but I don't see railings. I don't see bathrooms. I don't see gift shops. Mm-hmm. And you know they're all going to be there. You know there's no way they're going to let anybody just wander in and out of the uh, the waterfall area. Mm-hmm. You know that you can't just walk up to these plants and watch them move in your hand and turn colors and i mean you'll you will break the special effects right so and i'm not that's not even to sit here and say that i think that this is ultimately going to be a bust because i don't i hope it's not going to be a bust i i I think anything done by disney that they have such good imagineers uh such good uh, imagination that they're going to take this and they're going to make it into something special that's not the problem that most of the naysayers about avatar land had it wasn't that we didn't have faith that disney could do a, a good job of it it was more that we took issue with the concept that they were selecting there were there are so many other better concepts that i felt that they could have taken and fl- i thought the concept art to beastly kingdom was phenomenal yeah and we did could, a whole show on that oh, yeah. yeah we did um Disney's America's concept art was awesome. Yeah, that I mean, was really good. shoot, they could have done a Lord of the Rings uh, thing back here over over in the Animal Kingdom, and that would have worked just as well. And the concept art would have been stunning. That was my only issue was that they took a franchise that I really felt had no. I I've seen the movie once. Right. I didn't make it all the way through it. I fell asleep. Right. Um, I've tried to see it again, and I've always fallen asleep on this movie. Um, I, I've just this. I can't remember one name of any character from this movie. Yeah, I think I was listening to WDW Today Boys, and they were saying how uh, the parks. I mean, they're doing well with this kind of getting on board with these uh, movie concepts into reality. But it's like they're coming on the tail end of its success. Yeah, kind of a deal, you know. Like, was well, some people were talking about um, um, the um, American Idol experience. Yeah, too late. I mean, to you know. Advance. Yeah, yeah, I mean. It's been years, and yeah, it's been going pretty popular for years. But it's just now that they're, they're you know, they put that in a few years back, and you know, it's I guarantee you it's not as popular as it used to be. Oh, yeah, I and, think. And and here's the thing, and I know that in the case of Avatar, they're they're filming back to back sequels that they're going to release out, and so they can make it into a trilogy and everything like right. that. But I, I, for the life of me, I don't know anyone who's talking about it. Right. I mean, I hear people talking about wanting to see the the Batman Superman movie when it comes out, the right. Avengers Age of Ultron. Oh yeah. There's a lot of movies that people. I, I, if not for Disney that keeps putting stuff out about their Avatar land, I don't hear any. There's no buzz about it, right? And just normal mainstream media or right. uh, people folk things. It was a you know? gorgeous movie. It was a beautiful movie. It took advantage of IMAX. It took advantage of the 3D uh, digital effects that really kind of you know right. made it, it. It it made 3D movies. I mean, <coughs> you didn't see 3D movies. I mean, they came a comeback. There was right. a comeback that came on the heels of Avatar. Well, now the gimmick's been done. Everyone yeah. has, has grown accustomed to it. So now what you're left with is characters and story, both of which I felt was really missing and really lacking right. in, that, in that movie. Now, again, don't get me wrong. They go forward with this. They do this. I'm sure they're going to do a great job. Look at, um, you know, look at, uh, look at Soren. Soren yeah. doesn't have a story. Right. There's no memorable char- memorable characters in there. There's uh, the uh, it's like a putty, tour guy, the, yeah, the, yeah, the the the, the your, your captain, so yeah. to speak. Yeah. Of, which I don't know if a hand glider having a captain, <laughs> but um, it's like a, just a, a tour through California, pretty much. Yeah, it really is, and and it's not even a very convincing one. It's like they'll show it and then they just cut away to some. There's no transition. They they never try to hide from the fact that you're watching a movie. They just 
cut scenes mm-hmm. in and out and in and out and in and out. You don't walk into a, a themed uh, like theater where it looks like you're about ready to take off from like you know, a field or anything like that. You walk into what looks like, you know. Uh, I think it's supposed to be a runway of sorts, isn't it? Those blue lights that they have that you first set, and then as you go up, or what am I thinking? Yeah. yeah, to me, it looks like you're just in like an like a warehouse area, like a big mo- yeah. yeah it's, it doesn't seem like you're in anything that's themed, right? Me. It seems like they they really you know didn't bother to put a whole lot of thought in the story and the theming, but because it was such a, a an unusual and ride and, yeah. and, and such a, a great sensation as you were doing this thing it, it's been wonderful ever since and and that's the thing and, and avatar will be the exact same way as long as the ride's good and it you know it gives yeah. you a good experience people are going to go on test track test track's another yeah. one there's no real story there yeah yeah not in the original the the, the reboot <laughs> well i think we've covered that but. yeah we did the, we did the reboot kind of thing <laughs> um but yeah there's no real story there's no real memorable characters and stuff like that it's just a cool little ride to go on. A neat experience in and of itself. Yeah, and yeah. You, you zoom around the track going, what, 60? I don't know. 60, 65, 65. somewhere. And, it, and it's a cool experience. As long as they provide cool experiences, people will have a great time at this thing. Right. It's not that we're sitting here saying that the, that the Avatar concept was going to be a failure. They're going to do well with it, obviously. Right. It's just compared to what could have been there, I think, I think it's lacking. I think yeah. that it... it you know, as far as if I had a choice, and I think if you ask any reasonable person this question, hey, it, five years from now, you can go to Avatar Land or you can go to um, the new Harry Potter experience over at uh, Universal where they right. connect the, the, the Hogwarts with the train and everything right. like that. What would you choose? I think anyone in their right mind would say Harry Potter. Oh, yeah, Harry Potter. Harry Potter is a juggernaut, man. Mm-hmm. He's going to be around for a while. I guarantee you they're going to redo the movies some point mm-hmm. <clears throat> down in the future. So then I'll be curious to see what the new Hermione looks like. See <laughs> 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 if she could hold up to the, uh, the original Hermione and stuff like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, Harry Potter has established itself as like a major juggernaut mm-hmm. in this whole field. You know, every kid wants to be some kind of wizard. Some kind of magical power that's always, you know, I don't. Well, they, you know, they just had a recently an an, an, uh, an announcement that they're looking to do like a Hunger Games theme park, and I'm not a fan of the Hunger Games. Who's that? Hmm? Just somebody's doing it. Uh, whoever owns. Oh, whoever owns Hunger Games. Hunger. I mean, I, I'd have to look it up, but uh, you know, it. it so what would you do? Like actually live Hunger Games? You see, I I don't know. I don't know the movie too much, but I know the kids compete and they. I guess they off each other. In there, well, that's what I was gonna say. Is like I, I, I wasn't a big fan of the movie, but you did see you saw. I, it? I saw the movie. Mike dragged us to it, nah. and um, I was very unimpressed. But I've always heard from people who've read the books. Listen, the movie just got it all wrong. It really doesn't do justice. You need to go ahead. and You need to read the books. Right. So I, right. I'll take those people's word for it. But I view that as a more memorable and, and, and better commodity to kind of bank a, a little theme park land. Now, like you had said one time before when we did this, that you're like, well, what about a, a just maybe not a whole land, but what about a, a ride or an attraction, an avatar based attraction? Yeah. Cool. Done. Totally sold. I which, mean, which the, would have fit great in Beast of the Kingdom, I yes. think. Yes. But a whole land is where I, I, I stand up and I hold yeah. my hand up and I say, no, I, I would rather not see this. Yeah. I would rather see, uh, I'd rather see them do the never ending story back there. Yeah. I'd rather see them do, um, <laughs> uh, 
Oh God! I tell you what, I, you the know, I'm kind of looking forward to see what it looks like in real. Yeah, it'll, it, I'm sure it'll look stunning. Yeah, it'll look gorgeous. It, yeah, but again, was that what you were clamoring for? Right, right. <laughs> no, you'd probably go about ten different ways before you ever arrived at Avatar. But yeah, having said that, they'll do a great job. Yeah, probably one of those things to me. And you know, I'm not a naysayer, not being negative, but like once I've seen it, it's like okay. If I miss it on this trip, it's all right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not something I was like, I have to do every trip. Mm-hmm. You know, like I have to get a Grey Goose slush or something like that. It's not something like that. You know, it's, I'm sure it's going to look great. Um, if it's if it's at nighttime in the park and they don't have as much stuff in that park, you know, to 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 do at night, you know, yeah, I'll walk through it. I'll check it out. Yeah, it's going to be neat. It's going to be a neat little experience. Oh, um, but yeah, it could it, it could totally be better. Yeah, it, it get, there's no characters in there that you. That, I mean, for uh, for something that believes in tying itself to a brand. I mean, unless the new movies just really take off, and that's something that I doubt. But hey, yeah, I could be wrong about that. Unless a new new movie takes off, I mean, I'm. Pfft. Yeah, I saw Avatar, and I'm just like, you know, where do you go from here? I don't know. That's 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 what's. It's like, all right, you know, so they get married. The dude, the human dude and whatever, they're, they're together now, I guess. He's back to life. That's I'd, about it. I'd love to sit there and say, okay, I want to see the next <coughs> Avatar so I know what happens with, and then I draw a blank because I don't remember any of the characters in there. Yeah, I don't I, remember any of the characters. I don't either. remember any char- I remember their name. I remember nothing about that. They could have taken that back area and turned it into Oz. Yeah. And that would have been just as fine. I, I mean, much, much more fine, in fact, in my opinion. That would have been pretty, because Oz and that, that whole story in and of itself is a juggernaut. Yellow Brick Road, you got a little place yeah. where you can see the scarecrow. Whatever it is <laughs> that you wanted to put back there would have worked just as well, if not better to me. Like, I would have been much more jazzed up about hearing about that than I would have been, say, Avatar Land. Avatar Land, yeah. Okay. I'll tell you what, it will be nice to have that slow boat ride. Yeah, it's been a while since they've used that ride system. I think. Huh? I, I agree. I absolutely agree with that. Uh, I I think that would be a, um, I think it would be great. My only my only question on that is, is again, you either got to put it in a show building, yeah, because it always has to happen at night, right, right. Or you're gonna put that what along Discovery River. You're gonna be mixing those real effects with the real vegetation and and. Yeah, that's a good question. I bet you there will be in there. a. It must be in a show building of some sort, or maybe like a Jungle Cruise kind of a thing, because that's a, that's a slow moving boat uh, ride system. It is, but I mean, I guess what I'm saying is like all the different effects that you'd have to have along the river to be exposed to the elements, the rain, and everything yeah. like that. Like if you're supposed to have plants that are moving and coming to life and stuff like that. I mean, can you expose that to the elements? The well, the animatronics in Jungle Cruise are, aren't they? They're exposed to the elements. Granted, yeah, they're not as high tech. I was as, gonna uh, say. I mean. What's going to happen here? Whoops, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, like the, the animatronics in the Jungle Cruise are generally, you know, like... Um, it's like hydraulic things. Hydraulic animals doing... Yeah. You're talking about like bringing to life every leaf on one particular plant uh-huh. that's going to be... I mean, because that's the whole idea behind this being Pandora is that everything comes to life. Right, right. You know, every leaf on <clears throat> every plant gets lit up and moves. Right. And come, I mean, I'm not saying they can't do it. I'm not saying that, that it wouldn't be something to pull off but i mean you have to have <coughs> the vegetation right and, and, and the uh what you call it the, the plant life and the uh 
Oh, the different animals yeah. and insects and the little floaty thingies and stuff like that. You'd have to have all that in there. I don't know that you can do all that outside, but I mean, and I'm, that's what I'm kind of curious to see if they can do. Yeah. Like, you know, like, I know they're going to do like the, f- the floating mountains. Right, right, which right. Which right. I think is going to be interesting to see how they pull off that effect. I mean, now maybe we can give them the benefit of the doubt in that uh, they're maybe actually creating new technology, which is what they used to do to make whatever they came up with work. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, has been a criticism sometimes, you know, I, I, I've heard this on the WW Today show, but them just rehashing the same ride systems and stuff and not really creating anything new. But maybe they're actually, I mean, maybe that's a thing that they've thought thought about, about having that the, that technology out in the elements, so to speak, mm-hmm. if this thing, attraction's not in a, in a ride uh, attraction building. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe they're ha- they're having to come up with some way of making the technology work for what they come up with, which is what they used to do a lot back mm-hmm. in the day, right? Which is why we have animatronics. So uh, may- maybe in that respect, I'll play that side and give them the benefit of the doubt and say, hey, maybe they're coming up, Joe Rudy and those guys are coming up with some kind of technology that'll make it in the elements and still have the interactivity. Maybe, mm-hmm. you know, it's a, it's a definite possibility. I mean, who knows? Oh yeah. Who and knows? I hope that they do. Like I said, I have no doubt whatsoever. Whatever they do is going to be amazing. Right. It is absolutely going to be amazing. My only question was, was it the best choice? Yeah. I, I don't think it was. I think that there was better things that they could have done with that section of the park yeah. than avatar land. And I stand by that. You know, there's something funny with this is, um, uh, there, uh, I forget what show was talking about this. I can't remember if it was. It must have been WTW Today, guys, because they, they, they tend to play both sides of the coin more often than not. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, uh, they were talking about, like, during the Eisner era, how there was always some kind of attraction or something that was opening each and every year, mm-hmm. each and every season, I guess, so to speak, a tourist season that people were clamming for to check out. Like, I remember when Tower Terror was about to come online. Yeah. That was the next big thing that was going to open up. I remember when uh, Hollywood Studios in and of itself mm-hmm. was opening. There was always something new that was coming on, whether it was an attraction or this. Yeah. I don't know. You know, when I was younger, yeah, yeah man, I was all psyched for it. I had to go back to Disney World. I wanted to check all that stuff out. I dreamed of going back just so I can check out the new attraction. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know, maybe because I'm older and or whatever, or maybe just because of the way things are with this particular concept idea. But, you know, if, if Avatar Land, whenever it's slated to open, opened like tomorrow it's, or next year, if I knew it was going to open next year, uh, curiosity would be the only thing that gets me wanting to go. But it's not like I'm wanting, I was like, I got to be there. Absolutely. You know? It's like I can wait for it. You know, I don't, I don't really need to be there opening day or close to opening to check out the new attraction. It's like, you know, it's like, uh, I, I can wait till my next trip. I'm not going to go out of my way to plan something. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I guess a, a, that's a long way away of saying that's not as big a draw to me as mm-hmm. I think like some of the other things that they used to do um, while well, back in Eisner days, you know, when he would do those kinds of things. No, not at all. I mean, I kind of felt like uh, Expedition Everest uh, was was a huge draw. Oh, yeah. I remember us going like for you know two years in a row. Yeah, and and just looking forward to it so much when it was going to open up, and 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 just not being able to to wait to come back because again, when you deal, even if you have a character like the Yeti, right, which is not something that they've done a movie about, not something. But I mean, who doesn't know about the Yeti? Right. Who doesn't know about the abominable snowman. Yeah. I mean, it's ingrained in all of our heads. Kind of like the whole Beastly Kingdom concept. You might have not known what the characters' names were going to be or what they would have looked like, but you knew that they were going to have a dragon. You knew yeah. there would be a unicorn. You knew there'd be a Loch Ness monster. You knew what was going to be there beforehand. 
Avatar, it's just big blue naked people. That's <laughs> that's all I think of. I I, yeah, I don't want to be like, oh, I can't wait to go there so I can get my child's picture taken with the blue naked person. <laughs> yeah, big tall. Yeah, the big tall blue naked person. I, I, I need to do that. <laughs> now, I'll tell you what. Um, the good thing about this is that if I wanted to ride dinosaur late at night, I would be able to do that now. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm sure that ride will be open. Yeah, and, and that's going to be a big drop. But, I mean, having said that, that is a little bit, to me, um, of, of, a, of a... I can't speak on this because I really don't know um, what it is, but I can raise questions about it. For yeah. instance, this whole Kilimanjaro thing that they're doing at night. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that going to mess with the animals quite a bit? Yeah, I don't know. Unless you get nocturnal animals. That's I the mean, only thing I could think of. But, I mean, a lot of them are already nocturnal. So, we right. can have two sets of animals. One that performed during the day. Then you bring them all in. Then you bring out the nocturnal animals. But then you still have lighting all along the path. I mean, isn't right. that going to mess with the animals? Hmm. I mean, hopefully, you're not having the exact same animals out there. Plus, if you're going to have all these little extravagances and all these people screaming at night, isn't that going to mess with the animals that are trying to sleep at night? Isn't yeah. that going to... You know, it, it seems to me like... Um, you know, like at, they were always so big to, to push out there. Like we here at, at Disney, animal safety and animal right, care right. Is, is our number one goal. And that's what we do. Kind of seems like now they're like, okay, animal safety and animal care is all well and good and all. But how do we make this a full day park? Right. And how do we give these people the experience of coming here at night? And I'm sure it's a beautiful place to visit at night. I mean, whenever I've been there. And I've passed, I, I've never been in the park as it as it hit nighttime. Right. I just you know, whatever you want to say about it, Disney's Animal Kingdom is that that it's that day that when you schedule it, you're scheduling a day to come back to hotel early and just relax by the pool that night. Right. Right. That's all it's ever been to me. Now they're trying to make it into a whole night long kind of thing, and and they'll probably succeed at that at, at giving you that option now. But I mean, I've never been able to see it. But whenever we've passed by it, whenever we've been in the bus, it looks beautiful when they had the way they had the tree lit up at night yeah um but anyway i mean i'm getting off track here i'm just trying to say i don't know how they're supposed to be reconciling that element of things with, with making things still you know um we're making things uh better for the animals i, I just I, i'd like to know how they're gonna pull that off because my mm. impression was is that that when the uh what you call when the uh when the the trucks and stuff when the trucks and all yeah. stopped they put the animals you know they, they put them back in the pen and yeah. they let them all you know go to sleep or, or do what they do yeah but uh it seems like now it's it's like yeah no they need to perform all the time <laughs> well you know i was just looking up to see what bush gardens is because they have a safari adventure mm -hmm. and you buy actually certain tour times tickets to certain tours this is the serengeti safari at the mm -hmm. bush gardens parks and um the, let's see, I'm pulling up the times here, like say for tomorrow, I wanted to go. They only have uh, four times listed, 2.30, 11.30 a.m., 12.30, and 3 p.m. Sorry, that's out of order. But, <laughs> uh, you know, 11.30, 12.30, 2.30, and 3 o'clock. You know, let me, let me check out a different day here and see if there's other, uh, maybe that's just because it's tomorrow. Maybe there's not a whole sleuth. No, it's the same times. I checked a month later in an off time, and they only have four times for their safari, pretty much. You know, they're not even going into the evening. I know Bush Gardens is open in the evening. You know, they go into late in the evening, but you know, all the roller coasters are still open, and everything else. But I don't think they run their safari that late in the evening. So I don't, I don't, I don't under. Uh, yeah, I gotta agree with you. I don't quite understand what they're looking to do with um, 
the animals at night for that safari. Yeah. How that's going to work, you know? I'm, I'm curious to see because I, I, I totally don't get it. Um, but I'm sure they have a plan in place. I'm sure they'll, they'll, they'll figure it all out. I'm yeah. just saying that it seems to me like suddenly things that were off limits before suddenly are at play in the attempts to try and make this a, a nighttime park. A nighttime park, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, with that, you know, with Avatar Land coming, they're moving the Lion King, the Legend of Lion, Legend mm-hmm. of Lion King, the Festival of Lion King. Well, you, did you read where they, um, it's uh, actually going to have a different story eventually? Like the Legend of the Lion King, I mean, the Festival of Lion King, mm-hmm. as we know it, won't be the same type of story. It'll be a little bit of a different story, a little different setup, but it's going to be different than what it is now, which is a shame because I really like the show now as it is. I like going back and checking it out. Granted, yeah, things must move forward and everything else, but mm-hmm. I'm curious to see what they do. You know, I, I never cared for the show myself. Really? But yeah. No, I love that show, boy. Yeah, I never. I never it was maybe it was because when we saw it, um, there were two things playing against it. One, I understood what it, what was supposed to be there. Yeah. And I hated the fact that Lion King had it was a good port, you know, had a good part to play in yeah. why it was not there. And I think the other factor, of course, is that I didn't have a kid. Right. Now, if I had a kid and I was watching the kid enjoy himself or herself yeah. at this, well, then, yeah, absolutely. I think I'd love it. But, you know, all I saw was these half afloats. <laughs> well, to- yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, hold on. Let me see. Let me look up. You know what? That's Those, those are floats from an old parade. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, those half afloat things that they did. Yeah, those are interesting. Definitely. Those that are definitely a, that interesting. That was a Lion King parade that was in Disneyland. Right, right, exactly. When the movie opened up, jeez. Yeah, and so they, 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 they made it part of the show. So, uh, you know, it's funny. I remember when that, that, that whole arena used to be, that whole theater used to be open air, mm-hmm. you know, and it was hot. <laughs> there were times where we'd get a little hot in there. But it was such a cool show. I enjoyed it. I mean, I liked even though before I had kids, I dug the show. I thought it was pretty cool. Really? Yeah, I had a friend of mine used to, was a cast member there, and she... Uh, she said, come on, y'all, we got to check this out. It's like, all right. So we went, I've never seen it before. And she said, oh, it's my favorite show in the park. So I went, I was skeptical because like, eh, you know, you know, I know the movie. I love the movie. I don't, I don't really do this. Sat through the, the experience. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. I love this. <laughs> I am so pumped. The Tumble Monkey's killer. Mm-hmm. Love it. You know, the whole uh, Can You Feel Love Tonight sequence, you know, with the, ac- the acrobat stuff. That, that's pretty killer, too. Oh, yeah. You know, they did a good job in making something out of out of that, that area. But I, I always felt like, you know. Okay, nice little temporary show. Now, now bring on the real stuff. And now they're right. bringing on the real stuff. You know, the the Festival of the Lion King doesn't really bother me so much anymore. Yeah, 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 that's true. That's true. Oh, well, so that's advertising. Yeah, if you haven't seen the pictures and stuff, yeah, go ahead and Google it just like we did and check them out. Uh, but yeah, so something to come, man. Well, I'm sure you'll hear uh, us talk about Avatar Land more in the future. Oh yeah, it's gonna be like what, at least two to three more years. Yeah, before... I think 2017 is a projected date. No oh, one is supposed God. to come, if I remember correctly. Hearing it and stuff, so uh, we've got plenty of time to criticize. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I'm gonna try and get away from that because I don't. You know, again, I, I I hate I hate it when like and, and I hate to to use his name again, but yeah, I, I know it's more than just him. But I hate when somebody like Lou Mangiello, you know, hears something like that and like thinks that just because people are not um, so keen on the idea of Avatar Land that they think that it's going to be a huge disaster and that they can't possibly make this interesting, they'll make it yeah. fine. It'll look great it'll be beautiful they'll have wonderful oh, yeah. rides it's not that it's that that property just didn't in my opinion just was not the best fit yeah 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 i wonder if we will uh, well i guess a, a side, we'll have to see how the movies do that come out if they're actually going to be as successful as people they're thinking they are 
I mean, it's almost like a gamble, isn't it? Yeah, it is and it isn't. Because again, like I said, Test Track does just fine. You're right. Dinosaur, it was a flop as a movie, does just fine. And um, you know, the, the, what's funny about that one is that you know, it wasn't originally supposed to be part of the freaking movie. Right. <laughs> I mean, look, look at Chester and Hester's Dino Land and how horribly out of It's in a Disney theme park. Right. When you pay that kind of money to get in, you're going on all the rides. Right. And as long as they have like a, some kind of an experience over there that people enjoy, as long as they don't figment it up or yeah, yeah, <laughs> do, yeah. do what they, that abomination that they did over at um, Journey to Imagination, as long as they don't do that, I mean, it's really, it, it, it's kind of hard to mess it up. Right. It really is. It's hard to mess up doing a ride in a Disney park. You really got to, you almost have to try to mess it up that mm-hmm. badly. I mean, I don't want to point to Alien Encounter, but that to me was a, a a case of where great idea, great ride, probably the wrong entity to be having right. that kind of an attraction in it. At least if they would put it at the studios, it would have been more in line with what they did. But putting that right smack dab in the middle of the Magic Kingdom. It's a little scary, yeah. It, it was. It was a little scary for kids. I mean, no doubt about it. So that, that's where the, you know the whole wall philosophy of everybody being to enjoy it probably might... Uh, not work for Alien Counter, but it might work for Avatar. Yeah. You know, every, and, the whole family could enjoy the Avatar things. And how many people have been talking about how horrible that Stitch thing is for how long now? And it's still there. Why? Because it ne- it doesn't ever need go away. Right. <laughs> it just that's Disney World for you. It's not a national park. It's a worldwide park. People come from all over. They will continue to yep. go to the new th- because they haven't experienced it before. Right. If it was a regional kind of thing, who knows? Maybe it wouldn't work so well. Right. I don't know. But um, I, I think it's going to be pretty hard for them to mess it up because, I mean, there's just too many talented people with an understanding of, of how to make a good ride that they can take, they can take anything and turn it into yeah. a better experience. Yeah, I like Lou. He just—he's uh, very positive about the whole thing. Yeah, you, you can, know, you know, and and that was the—he uh, couldn't, but he he chest thumped a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He couldn't yeah. resist a chest thump. Like I told y'all, it's like you're spiking the football a little bit too early there. Right, <laughs> right. You know, it, it, you're doing your little touchdown dance, and you hadn't even stopped to understand that yeah. you're celebrating something that people never said that they had a problem with. Right, right, right. You know what's funny about uh, about him is like you know, this doesn't have to be on air, but just listening to him is like he doesn't talk about any other parks in the area. You know, no. I mean, granted, yeah, it's WWE Radio, but it's not like he's you know if somebody brings up Universal, you know, he always plays like what are you talking about kind of stuff and blah blah blah. That like, he plays that kind of card. Mm-hmm. I was like, come on, man. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, I'm sorry, but you know we'll have to do that one day as a Universal show because I want to. I love the Mummy. Oh, but yeah. you know the stuff with the Universal, it's like it's not as readily talkable as the stuff with Disney. It isn't, and I mean, you know, there's just such a a world of difference. And I have to, you know, I, I want to wait to do a Universal show until I've actually been to Harry Potter. I mean, oh, I've been yeah, to Universal. Yeah. I've been to Universal like three times. Oh yeah. And I, I rode Jaws, and it was great. And but Anna would never get on the Mummy, so I never got to. Do oh, the I mummy. love the freaking Mummy. Oh my God, why did she go on the Mummy? She's had a big roller coaster. I mean, she, she, we went on Tower of Terror. Oh. She'll never do it again. Really? Yeah. No, no, she, went, she didn't like roller coasters or anything? Oh, no, uh, it wasn't so much she didn't like. She likes the roller coaster. Uh, you know, I, I should preface this by saying, I mean, the, the, the drop ride sequence is not for everybody. Yeah, that's true. You know, right. one of those rides that just plummet to is not for everybody. Right. The worst of it is, and I think we've already covered this before, but <laughs> I'll say it again. The worst of it is, is that at that time, it was a completely different 
uh, safety system in place. Whereas, oh, yeah, yeah. They had the belts. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. They didn't have the belts. They had the bars. Oh, they had the bars. That's what I meant. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah now yeah. you have a belt. Now that holds you in place. Back in the day, there was a bar, and there was an incredibly large gentleman that sat in our room. I remember that. Yeah, you told me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that freaked her out. Oh, well, she literally was off her seat a oh. few times. Yeah. Oh, poor thing. <laughs> we can get her back on or something. We can oh. tag team her and say, hey, look, come on. It's not so bad. My little six-year-old niece went over to her trying to, you should go, Auntie, and just looked at her. The like, mommy is awesome. <laughs> and you haven't been, oh, God, we got to plan a trip together, man. Oh, absolutely, That man. freaking ride is just badass. <laughs> Dude, I mean, I'd save so much money just like we could just hop in that uh, that big car. What, what, what kind of car is that? What the mummy? No, no, your car. The the, the oh the Odyssey. Yeah, man. <laughs> the little minivan. Well, I, I wouldn't call it mini. That thing's huge. It's got yeah, it's kind of big. It's pretty big. Yeah, hop in that Odyssey. <laughs> take a little field trip over there. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. A weekend, a no sleep weekend journey or something. Yeah, man. Yeah, we we'll have to figure that out anyway. All right, man. So the next thing, the main thing I want to talk about, I guess it's the next thing too. <laughs> is magic bands because i'm about to go into a trip and i know things are starting to get hot and heavy with the magic band experience happening in walt disney world and this topic kind of got into my head because when i released our, our last show back uh, a friend of mine becky kind of posted it's like what's about this band thing or magic band thing that i've been keeping hearing about and she's going on the same trip too she's going right down there at the same time mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know what? I'll do a show on it because I'm curious too. I want to know all the ill ins and outs and uh, what this whole deal is with the magic bands business and everything else. You know, um, have you, are you familiar? Have you been keeping track about all this? I mean, I know it's been in testing and everything. Have you been kind of reading up on the whole magic band business? I have. I only have one question about the magic band. I've, I've never seen covered anywhere. And I was going to ask you to, when you go there to, to, to see if you can find this out. For what, me. what is that? The, the one question I have towards the magic band is obviously you use it, you know, it's a wristband that you use. It has your, your, your room key on it, yeah. your fast pass, your photo yeah. pass. Basically, everything that you need is represented within this wristband. Here. Mm-hmm. Here's my one question about it. Yeah. All right. One of the main, and, and also your dining, your dining yeah, plan. The, uh, the credits, yeah, the meal plan stuff. Are all on this wristband. All right. So it's easy enough. You go to a, a counter service little thing you, uh-huh. and you get a meal and you do a yep. little swipey thing and, and you, you get your food. Totally understand that. What happens when you and your, you have a party of, and this happens to us all the time, you have a party of eight at the mm-hmm. California Grill. Yeah. Do you have to take off your wristband and get, and put it in the little, little you know, you know how they bring you your bill in that little foley yeah. thingy? I don't know what you call it. But do you just slide your wristband in there? How oh, like that? Do they bring a little scanner over to the table to scan your little wristbands? How Make do they do that or... Do you have to have like a your, your your key to the world kind of? Well, the key to the world becomes the wristband. I right. Know that. Yeah. But, yeah. I my understanding is that they still issue you a card just in case. Oh yeah, yeah yeah for backup stuff yeah. So is this one of the things that where when you go out to eat at a sit down restaurant this is one and they, and they bring you a bill is this one, like generally and and I think anybody who's been there many million times with like more mm-hmm. than one party knows that when you come over there they ask you what how you want to pay and like each group of people pulls out their their room key right, and they're right. like are you in the dining plan are you in the and like getting the bill paid can take about 30 to 35 right. minutes if you're with a large group and right. large group meaning over six people um it can take a long time for them to divide up who's on what plan 
who paid what okay this was covered by the plan this is the part of your meal that wasn't covered by the plan so this part of your meal now you have to pay for this part with your credit card right and and how that whole thing works so i'm kind of curious how that works out with regards to magic pants in the sense of okay uh take my meal credits and uh-huh. then you know charge the rest to my room or charge the rest of my my credit card how that works so you That's actually have question. to have a, a card for that or do they is there something that they can do to swipe it? Uh, that's a good question. I'm not too sure. I mean, I'm, I want to th- say that there's got to be some kind of way that they do that portably because sometimes I know in testing, uh, they have, uh, when you go through the, the, the dull turn, well, not turnstiles anymore, I don't know what you would call it, but the magic band little Mickey readers. Yeah. Um, they're all set up in a V shape and there's always some kind of cast members at the end with a little iPad or iPhone thing or mm-hmm. something, whatever. Um, that's ready to help just in case. And although they have the ability to scan whatever. So I wonder if it's going to be something like that in restaurants where you just hold out your wrist and they go ding, ding, whatever else, and they mm-hmm. get all that information straight. I, I would hope so. I, 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 Which in a sense, curious. if they're able to do that before they take your order, they can actually itemize all the different things to the different and assign it to the respectable meal plans. Mm-hmm. You well, know? You know, and part of the, the, the idea of doing these magic bands is that it really, it, it caters to those of us who really just, you know, if you check your brain at the door yeah. when you when you go on vacation, and most of us do. Right. Most of us, you know, this wristband is perfect. Right. Because everything you need is right there. So what happens if you go and you have no credit card, you have no key to the kingdom. Right. Um, Key to the world? Key to the world. You have no key to the world card, and you just show up with your little wristband on, Mm -hmm. and you think you're going to be able to be taken care of, and they have no capability of of, of doing so. So that's one thing I'd like you to check out. I don't know if you have a meal plan while you're over there. Yeah, usually I don't. I have the the Tables of Wonderland thing discount for annual pass holders. Oh, that's right. You never do the dining plan. Surely there's a cast member or something. I could ask a question and see what they do. Go into one of our, uh, you know, bring bring the little Oh, you know what? Uh, My friend Becky probably does have a meal plan. She usually does the meal plan when she goes down there with her families. I could see what they end up doing. Yeah, see what ends up happening. I'll tell her, yeah, I'll bring her on on a a field report if she's up for it. I mean, she's got a little one too, so we'll we'll see how it works. But I'd be curious to know what they think about the whole magic band business. But anyway, uh, uh, yeah, we'll definitely research that. And and this is for her if she hasn't checked out any of the magic band stuff. Um, Just like Danny was saying, that's all the things that you can have stored on your magic band you can have the photo pass photo pass stuff photo pass plus stuff fast pass plus um it uh, uh, was it your reservations for restaurants can be on there so you can kind of get a little um it works in conjunction with the app the my disney experience deal you know which hopefully you sign up for an account you get all that kind of business uh you have your tickets on there if you get it transferred on to uh, uh what do you call it onto your wristband mm-hmm. kind of stuff um Let's see what else. I already said fast pass. Room yeah. key. Room key. Yeah, it has your room key kind of thing. All kind of stuff that used to, used to have a bunch of different little things. Now it's on this little handy dandy wristband kind of a thing. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, you can. It deals with the whole fast pass plus plus business. If you're, if you're familiar with that one, um, I think we might have mentioned this before mm-hmm. on a previous show about you know you being able to um, about a week out or so or sixty thirty days or sixty day thirty days out you can uh, do your reserve your fast passes and stuff for your trip, which is something I need to do. I haven't done that yet. <laughs> And I'm about a little bit two weeks away, so I'm a little behind with that technology. Well, you're already jumping onto the negatives of this, is that you really have to put a lot of thought into for planning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it used to be where it's like 
you know, the reservations were a nightmare, but now it's now it's not just that. Now you got to make sure you get your fast passes uh, yep. taken care of. Um, but anyway, yeah, so it has all these things that used to have separate little implements for wrapped up into this one little deal. And if you did get a Disney package, and hopefully you would have had it by now. I didn't get a Disney package. I kind of went through a... You haven't a gotten Disney, it yet? No, I, I, I didn't do a package. Uh, uh, the, I just got a hotel room and stuff because I already have tickets. and I, you But know. they still owe you a wristband. Yeah, I'll get it when I check in. Oh, but you're just going to get like the little boring gray one. Yeah, the boring. Gonna... Yeah, I'm not going to get the colored one. Yeah. Because I didn't get a full package with the tickets in the room and all that kind of business. Well, now you can jazz. dress it up, though. Yeah, you can. Yeah, they got these little things called the bandits. Is that what they call Magic it? Magic bandits, yeah. Just like a, I know it's like a sleeve that you put over it. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, they actually have these little these little pin things that you can attach to them. I don't know if you can. Uh, let me see if I get, you can see this little picture. Yeah, right here on my iPad there. You can yeah. buy these little things now yeah. that you can attach to your bands and kind of dress it up. It's got like a little Mickey, got a little Minnie and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm looking at this one website, which is the DisneyBlog.com, and they're talking about uh, how they don't recommend the bandits because they don't really um, – they tend to fall off. So you tend to lose them after you <laughs> buy it, you know? So that's something maybe they have to fix in the future, but I'm sure it's not at the top of their priority list. So, yeah, it's fun to – uh, put them on there and kind of uh, customize your magic band. But at the same time, um, if they fall off, it doesn't really help. Well, you see like that. Yeah. What you just showed me, that looks like it could fall. But what I'm talking about is like they actually have like sleeves for it. Do they have? Oh, OK. You, or you just slide it into like like something else. And it's like maybe it's like a Mickey or a mini kind of design that you could that you can wear. Uh huh. I'm trying to find a, a picture of it so I can tell you exactly when it. Because I, you know, I saw those things and I was like, "Oh, that's that's really cool." Like this right here. Yeah. This is your sleeves kind of thing where you put it through right oh, here. Oh wow! Okay. You see that? Yeah, I see and that. It goes right on. So even though I get the little boring gray one, I can still kind of customize it. How? I oh want. yeah, you you can go ahead and, and make it you know make it yours. Uh, Hope but, I get a chance to try this out because I I'm, I'm sure I will. I'm curious to see the weight. Okay, they call them cover bands. Okay. But that's actually clever. I, I said it so fast it didn't even occur to me. A cover, cover bands. A yeah. Cover band. Yeah. Boomps. So there you go. Like there's the Mickey design. Yeah. And stuff like that. And so oh, that's pretty cool. Slide that over your your actual band itself. Yeah. So if you're like me and you just made a room reservation or something and you didn't get a full package, I know as of right now, if you do get the whole room and ticket package kind of deal through Disney, then you will get it sent to your mail. Uh, it's sent to your home and you have it, um, what do you call it, uh, customized with a nickname, all this, that, and the other. Um, <clears throat> you, you'll When you show up to check in your hotel, you probably get the gray ones and stuff. And I know they're in, being implemented at all the resorts now. Mm -hmm. um, it's November, so... Um, um, oh, another thing is they'll have your Magical Express information on it, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. so you, ha you can have that ready to go. And, but I'm looking at this one website, uh, and it says uh, that Disney recommends that they wear them on the plane uh, instead of packing it in your luggage. Um, because they, when you get off the plane and your luggage and stuff, uh, you don't want to be fumbling around in your luggage trying to find the magic bands mm -hmm. uh, to get on Magical Express. And what if your luggage gets lost? then you don't have your magic bands on you. And so your magical express information, I'm sure there's ways to go around it, but just make it easier yourself. Wear them on the plane. Mm -hmm. That way you, when you get off the plane, you're ready to go. I don't have to worry about that because I usually drive down to Disney World. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> so even if I did order the package, which I guess, you know, if I had thought about it, I should have done. I should have just done the ticket and stuff package, but I have annual pass, so I don't really want to do that. So, But it would have been neat to just kind of experience the whole thing. For the sake of the show, I should have sacrificed a little money and just kind of done. But yeah, that's a lot of money to do all that. And besides, if yeah, I got a little package, money, yeah. Money. <laughs> um, if I think if I were to get a package, I'd probably buy it through AAA. 
Hmm. So I can get that diamond parking pass thing. That you've ever seen that? No, I haven't. We've never had to park there. So yeah, if you if you uh, buy a package to AAA, then you get that that uh, diamond parking pass. So you get, it kind of puts you a little bit closer where you don't really have to take a tram. You kind of walk. Hmm. Yeah. So if you ever pull into the parks and you see like triple uh, diamond parking, whatever you have, the, that's the AAA parking. You know, you pull up front. You can pr- literally just walk to the park. Nice. It's actually kind of neat. I remember. Um, they didn't have the diamond thing in effect, but there wasn't that many people, and I parked where they normally parked diamond. And I just I walked to the front of the Magic Kingdom, you know. Oh, I'm sorry. The, uh, the, well, I just walked right to the TCC, and I didn't have to really take one of those trams mm-hmm. uh, out for the parking lot. It was very nice, you know, especially with a stroller. I didn't have to worry about dealing with a stroller and a tram and everything else. Mm-hmm. It was very easy. But I digress. Mm-hmm. You know, the the whole Magic Band things. Oh, uh, a couple of facts. Also, the kids under three will not get a Magic Band, um, so my little one won't get one. Well, she'll need one. Yeah, she won't need one. My four-year-old, yeah, it's true. She won't have any tickets or anything else. Um, a four-year-old will. Um, they, this website recommends that you bring a backup form of payment and your room key with the, with the tickets on it to the parks. Um, they're still hearing issues of tickets and credit cards falling off the bands. Something you don't want to have happen. That's the main thing. That, you know, I listen, I've been listening to podcasts and preparing for the show, reading a bunch of articles. They're still working through the glitches. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So you want to have uh, backups of whatever you have on the Magic Bands themselves, whether it's the hard uh, tickets, if you have annual passes, or if it's like a room key that they're going to give you for backup, uh, uh, the credit card that it was, just so you can use it. Because <clears throat> the technology is not perfect right now. They're still going, working through the bugs. And I've been hearing reports of the just things falling off, people spending like maybe 10, 20 minutes each time they try to get into a park to try to get everything situated, you know, kind of stuff. Like they'll try to get, uh, touch Mickey to Mickey onto the uh, little scanner reader things and it just won't work. And your manager comes over, a cast member tries to scan, it doesn't work. Manager comes over and they get sent to guest services and stuff like that. I'm hearing all kinds of stories, reading about all kinds of stories. And this is recent too. Um, I, I try to find the more recent stories like coast of October and November since it's coming up to my trip because I want to know what's going on. Um, yeah, just the point in the case now since it's still new tech, new tech, definitely bring some backup stuff. So your heart, like I know I have an annual pass. Uh, I already have a hard ver- copy version of the ticket. I'm going to probably bring that with me, stick it in my wallet. I'll probably never have to take it out, which is fine, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but at least I'll have that backup in my wallet should because uh, you can transfer your annual passes now onto the magic band, but say for some reason glitch falls off and it, it just falls off your band. You can't use it, you know, so you got to, you can at least use your old, pa- your old, uh, the old ticket way um, and still get into the park without much hassle. And then maybe later you can deal with go to guest services when it's not so crowded and get that taken care of with the magic band business or just forget it. You know, um, I'll probably end up bringing, uh, I know I'll end up bringing both just to be safe. Um, and, and, and I can tell by me being me the first time it doesn't work, I'm just, you know, I'll forget, I'll just wear it, but I won't even use it, you know, so to speak, <laughs> you know, I'll just say here, just scan this. Cause I know it's not working. I haven't had a chance to deal with that yet, you know? kind of business so that you know that, that's kind of interesting little thing um about the whole uh, magic band business yeah this one was a little bit harder to kind of like i mean i understand what it is i understand yeah. what it's for but i mean outside of saying what it does and, and given kind of the um given kind of what we perceive to be the long and short of it i mean it really just seems to be like a um you know it really just seems to be kind of like a, a, a nice convenient way of, of, of paying yeah uh, of dealing with with things over there i mean i'm not me, me, me personally, I'm not crazy with the idea of Disney tracking your movements and everything yeah. like that. But I mean, but they could do that anyway. Yeah, it, it really, yeah, it doesn't even matter anymore. <laughs> I mean, I heard somebody like, "Well, I'm not happy with 
I'm not happy with Disney having all my information. It's like, well, they have they have your information late. anyway. Yeah, <laughs> that was done when you booked your vacation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, well, you don't think they have your credit card already? Come on. <laughs> they know when you're not going to be home at your house. Mm-hmm. You know, they know you're going to be here in Disney World. Right. Kind of stuff. But I mean, you know, it's many people have my information now. Is it sure. Big Brotherish? Sure, absolutely. Yeah. But I mean, welcome to the digital age. Yeah. I mean, everything's like shoot. You get. I lost my cell phone. You know, uh, not lost. I'm sorry. I said lost. I broke my cell phone. Yeah. And I don't know if you remember this, uh, but I, I had to like go through, like there were maybe two individuals whose, whose phone numbers I actually remembered. Huh. You know, because everything else, it had taken away the need for me to remember phone numbers anymore. Oh, so wow. I had to go through that one or two, and that, that person had to hook me to another person who hooked me up through another person. There were people that I felt like I was going to lose touch with forever if right. I didn't find the right person or they didn't just so happen to contact. Right, right. And still to this day, like uh, the other day, I got a phone call and it was from somebody and was like, "Oh my God, that was so and so," and I didn't, yeah. I didn't realize who it was. It was, it was a friend of mine from a, a another fantasy league, and, and he was asking me about yeah. you know, doing a fantasy league. I don't know, by the way, if we're just talking or if we're online. Uh, on Actually, part of this I probably put on because you know it's this guy. Oh, okay. okay. No, 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 that's okay. Hey everybody, this is Kevin. Um, I'm going to hit the pause button on this week's show, and I'll probably release the second half of this of this week's show sometime, if not the same day, earlier in the week than we normally do our Friday release. Uh, but anyway, yeah, when Danny and I sat down to record the show, it took over like two hours. We did a two-hour show just sitting there, because we just kept on talking about stuff and talking about stuff, so... Um, just to kind of save your ear, I decided to go ahead and break this up into two particular episodes, uh, uh, to be continued type of episode thing, you know, and just uh, continue our talk regarding the, the magic band system and everything else. Um, but anyway, uh, uh, hopefully you guys are enjoying this discussion. If you have any, um, ideas or something to suggest, feel free to shoot us an email at magic our way at gmail.com you can follow us on facebook and twitter you can find us both there magic our way like our facebook page you can keep up when the uh, releases of our shows come out if you subscribe to us in itunes man and you like the show do please leave us a review uh in itunes man uh, every little review helps i think we got three little reviews on there yeah you know we've been in it for a year but we're kind of off and on at the moment and we're hoping to get back to some kind of regular recording schedule so um yeah if you if you we, we do this for us and we do this for you guys um so if you enjoy it man just leave us a review uh, we're gonna keep trucking along here um trying to fit this thing in with our regular day jobs and stuff if we could if we could make money doing this particular thing i think danny and i both retire from our regular jobs and just and just talk about disney man just try to cover as much this that and the other but anyway uh we have a lot of uh, episodes left to come so stay tuned for episode 27b where we continue our talk on magic bands amongst everything else so um i guess i'm by myself so uh, my name is kevin and magic out <laughs>